Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Revelation chapter 3, verses 7, 8, and 9. Revelation chapter 3, verses 7, 8, and 9. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, This thing says, He who is holy, He who is true, He who has the key of David, He who opens and no man shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan who say they are and are not, but lie indeed. I will make them come and worship at your feet. And to know that I have loved you. There is a lot here. But just for emphasis, we've been here. We've been here before several times. The one speaking is the one that has the key. Don't you think it would be a waste of time, waste of energy to begin to be afraid of the one that doesn't have the key? Be pretending and posing like he has the key. You know, it all boils down to one thing that you don't really know who has the key. Why should be afraid of him boasting that I will shut, I will cut it short, I will stop I will, when he doesn't have the key? The only one who can judge a situation, the only one who can, uh, the only one who can finalize an issue at the moment, he says, I have the key. The one that created, no one else. Have you found another creator in the Bible? He said, I hold the keys of David when I shot no man. And when I open, no man can shut. Then now goes to give you the message he has for you. I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door, not a shut door. Now someone is bragging and something is bragging that they will shut the door. And you are afraid. Afraid of whose report do you believe? The one that holds the key says, I have opened the door. The one that holds the key says, said, when I open, when I shut, no man can open. When I open, no man can shut. No creature can shut when I open. I say, see, I have opened, I've said before you an open door. And no one. So I don't know what door the devil has been telling you lies about that is shut. I'm sure this morning is already a shame and a disgrace for the devil. That you are alive and well and you are singing and jumping and shouting. The devil is confused. Let me tell you, every shout of the righteous confuses the devil. If you can get there, you can shut the mouth of the righteous, then you have defeated him. So, who who speaks? Who says not see it when God is not speaking? And the interesting thing is this, he didn't single them out. He was talking concerning every church, at least of the seven churches. And then he got to this turn and said, this is what I see. I don't know who is going through some troubles and some struggles right now. 
And yet the devil has told you lies consistently. As a matter of fact, for the past three months, you felt like throwing the towel. But somehow you haven't. And you are still here. Good news for you. If the devil could take you out, he would have taken you out. He cannot take you out. Don't give him the power that he doesn't have. The door is opened and no devil can shut it. Let me say it again. Jesus has opened the door. Not a man that likes you or hates you. Not the woman that even your breathing irritates. Jesus opened the door. No one can shut it. Settle that for good. It is what you know that delivers you. First Corinthians chapter 2. Now my second scripture, I have other scriptures, then I'll just talk. I'll read from verse 6. First Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 6. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, mine and yours, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, because the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. I stop there. I just want to speak some wisdom today. For a very brief moment, in the name of Jesus. And if I'm going to title this, I will call it the Waymaker. There's always a way out. From that book of Revelation, it's clear, and I don't know why the Lord would have us meditate on this the whole of last year, and suddenly in the middle of the year, June precisely. I struggled with it actually. But um, if I've seen the victory of God in ministry, I saw it in June. I am. Listen well. <laughs> if I've seen God's victory, I saw it in the month of June. Anticipated? No. Known of God? Yes. You say, really? Yeah. Don't let me begin to cite issues. Let me just address this matter quickly. But the worst that can happen to you has happened. 
And Jesus won. And so you won. So from today, expect something better by every standard in the name of Jesus. Let me repeat again. If the devil has not succeeded in taking you out, he can't take you out anymore. And let me again quickly remind you, if there is no reason, why should you be attacked? If you are useless to your generation, if there is no mission, specifically yours, why will the devil worry himself? You see, when Goliath was strengthening the the camp, and David saw and heard, knowing the joyful sound, he knew the end. And he said, why is this man blaspheming? But Goliath thought he was right because his God seemingly had never failed him. But listen to me. If you are banking on the God that is not Jesus Christ against a child of God, he's about to fail. Oh, the amen is limited. You've never seen failure, you will see the mother of failure. I'm not joking. You know what David said? When a lab came to stop him, now the devil can't use anybody. That was his brother. He said, so you are coming now to just, just to see the war. You are so inordinately ambitious. You just try to push yourself unnecessarily, drive yourself where you are not needed. But this was his destiny. And he said, hey, brother, is there not a reason? Is there not a cause? So like Tosin was saying, he said, why would a pregnant woman complain from morning to night when you are pregnant? Complain of pain and headache and backache because of what you carry now. You are not ordinary. And because of where you are going, yeah? Hello? And whoever told you that is by your strength. The truth is that you didn't just choose to do what you're doing. You were called. You were created to do it. Those who don't know will fight you. And some will mean well that there will be tools in the hand of the devil. Just like a liar. But they actually meant well. But they were trying to obstruct destiny. So it will take you to know who you are by knowing who has called you. A thousand people have thousand, thousand opinions as to do what you are doing. But you have to listen to him who has called you. Otherwise, when you fail, they will not be the one who failed. What I'm saying is, with every calling, there are challenges. And there are victories. Because you will finish well. In the name of Jesus, you will finish well. And that's why we're saying, we're talking wisdom here today. And one scripture that, one part of the scripture that hit me is that, had they known, had the ruler of this world known, they wouldn't. Now hear me. Had the devil known, he would not continue to afflict you or disturb you. 
But the more he attacks you, the more you get promoted. No, you didn't get it. Let me talk to them there. Do you know what? You know that Jesus, the devil, has seized humanity, oh yes, from the legal transaction that happened between him and Adam in the garden. And if you take God to legally take it back. And God, one major attribute of God is that he's, all, he's not unjust. And the devil would accuse him if he does anything like that. That was why God didn't jump down and slap the devil. Mm-mm. He didn't give it to the devil, he gave it to man. Man handed it to the devil, so man had to take it back. And that was why man, God had to come in the form of a man as his son. So a man took it back from the devil. Now listen, it is given unto man who wants to die. After that, what? Come on, talk to me. The devil is telling some lies that they will come back seven times. We shall see. Have you seen any man that told that he had been here ten times and when he was here, he was butterfly? Then ask him what he did as butterfly. If you can't tell you what he did as butterfly, it's a lie. Hello, is somebody hearing me? So every man that will die will go. And because the devil has snatched humanity, every man that will die will go down to hell. One way, free fall. In sin, you were conceived, in sin, I was conceived, in sin, I was born. And so it's not the fornication, it's not the lie, it's not the cheating until. No, no, no. It's the nature of sin that is in me that is making me to live like a sinner. You can't tell a dog not to bark. But when confronted with Jesus' love, then the nature changes. Now, here, this is where I'm going. Every man that will die will return. They say, okay, what about the saints of the Old Testament? Go check. They said, Abraham was Those who are taking time to study will tell you that Abraham was some is paradise. And paradise, is, even Jesus said it, paradise is a place where from hell you could see. You can't see. You can't, you can't see. People in hell cannot see heaven. They can see paradise. You know why? Because they were not permitted devil was not permitted to burn those who were living righteous before the death of Jesus. So he still held them in bondage in the regions of the down. Howbeit, they are, that was why the rich man could peep and saw Lazarus across. But Jesus' death will not only free those who are alive, will free those who lived righteously and died. That's what it means that when he died, he descended into hell and made captivity captive. Those who are held there, who are not supposed to be there, be held there, there is no basis for their going up until the blood was shed. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Where am I going? The devil didn't know. He schemed until he killed Jesus. When he killed him, he said, yeah, we got him. No, if you didn't kill Jesus, you just don't have the permission to go to hell. Every evil the devil does against you is a mistake. Say, so had they known, like, hey, we got him. Uh, but he had to kill him so that he could go to hell. Why? But this sin, he became sin. And becoming sin, he went to hell. But because he didn't commit sin, the devil didn't know how to handle that for that. That was strange. Every man coming down was a sinner. But this one qualified to come down, but he did commit sin. He didn't know how to handle it. Lies flooded the regions of the down. The devil and his court back off. They backed off in their territory. He slapped them, took the key, 
that Adam handed over and set all those across the gorge free when he was rising. They rose with him. But you see, it was one grievous mistake of the devil. Had they known, they would not have killed the king of glory. Any righteous child of God in the house? Because some get discouraged because the devil has slapped you several times. And some are planning to commit suicide. How dare you? Every affliction against you is a trap for the devil. And how will you see the result? Don't give up. Refuse to give up. Hello? Is somebody hearing me? If the devil doesn't attack you, you're probably not doing it right. <laughs> glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. And I was just thinking of this. Like, now I can understand why Jesus was saying, <clears throat> I hold the key. I assess you. I know your works. I know your pains. I know your hurts. I know your disappointments. That is where you have been betrayed, where you have been disappointed. I know. I know your secret tears. I know when doubts have begun to knock on your door. I know. But I want to assure you, you are doing well. Now it's obvious that your strength can't, cap, I mean, can't handle what you are facing. But I want you to understand, I didn't tell you to fight it with your strength. I hold the key. And I have opened before you, or I have said before you, an open door. You know, a lot of times in my life, I don't like to preach with me, but sometimes if you help, I do. When I come to the crossroad, then I try to think, who saved me? Who? Not even my mother. She probably would have. Not even my father. He probably would have readily done it, but they didn't have the capacity to do that. Jesus did. Who called me? Definitely not nobody here. Nobody here. Nobody living. Nobody dead. Only God. So who sent me? Will he send you and leave you alone? Then I want to begin to like, if you call, your word says, faithful is he who has called. He who has called, he's always doing it. Then I'm reminded of First Corinthians in chapter 2. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Chapter 12. Second Corinthians chapter 12. Chapter 12. Paul said, I had abundance of revelations. I knew it myself. I have seen what no living has ever seen. He knew it. And that will easily become pride, which is the bane of humanity. I mean, the little we have will become so prideful. I mean, prideful. Which was why the devil fell. He said, so that I don't begin to think more than I am. I was given a messenger of the devil. Excuse me, Apostle Paul. Who gave you a messenger of the devil? 
ball. Did you see? Okay. And why? So that I will not be filled with pride and begin to think that I am more than I am. Paul. So, so what was the message? Buffet me. Torment me. When I am shattered, I fight the battle. I But why? Because you get to a place where you think you are God. I don't want you to get there. So who gave me? So it was given to me. So who gave him? Your guess is as good as mine. Then I fasted. I did night vigil. I prayed. I went to crusades. I went for deliverances. I did white and red fasting. It's okay. At least you are doing something. You are trying to get out of the trouble. But hear me. He said, nothing gave way. So when I asked God, I said, hey, this is the third time. He said, he answered me. You know what he said? He said, my grace is sufficient for you. You can take it off. No, my grace is sufficient for you. If you don't have that challenge, you will think it's your power. I'm not saying that God tempts with evil. No. But I'm saying that the devil always makes mistakes concerning you. And when they happen, you can be sure victory is yours. In the name of Jesus. My grace is sufficient. Can you people there? Second Corinthians chapter 12, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. Quickly, quickly. Uh-huh. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. Shall we read the next line together? For what? Come on, come on. My strength is what? Made perfect. My strength is what? Whose strength? I can hear you. I can hear you clearly. So Jesus was saying, so God, but I want to be specific now in the Godhead, Jesus is power, Jesus is strength, Jesus is anointing. He's made what? Perfect. What's perfect? Can't miss. Cannot miss. Yeah. So my strength is made perfect in weakness. Who's weakness? Come on, talk to me. Say it again. Can I be frank with you? Is there any part of your life where you're weak? No, 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 you don't even have to answer. Is there any part of your life where, for some, for some people, it's just jealousy? It's just envy? For some, it's lack of contentment? For some, it's just irritation? For some, it's just worry? Anger? They don't fornicate, but anger. They don't steal. But anger. For some, if it's not them, then they're angry. So they should be the only one giving the testimony. That one that gave it, why him, why her? God just gave me a car. I see. So you too is carrying a car. 
Is it not your God? Is it not your own father too? Can't you go to him for a car? Won't he give you even a bigger car if you ask? Why are you so? For some, nothing can be ever can be taken serious. Nothing. Everything is just defined by pleasure. And when God is no. So God, some people it's just lie. When they say good morning, better go out and see whether it's daytime. And yet when they when they start to talk about Jesus, you feel like, hey! But you say, that's what, what's this? So do you have a weakness? Because if it's a witness and you recognize it, that means that you are not happy with it and you're doing something about it. My uh, uh, stand showed me something, showed us something uh, on, the, on, the, uh, on the web. A white woman addressing a group of huge, then she said, maybe, maybe you've seen it. She said, for all you white folks here, how many of you would like to be treated the way the blacks are treated? They kept quiet. She repeated, she said, baby, you didn't get me. I mean, you would like to be treated the way blacks have been treated in the U.S. At that time, the camera started swinging on face, from face to face. Says no answer. That means you know. You know how blacks have been treated. You just you just said not to do anything about it. I, I'm like, wow, this is interesting. So they know the problem, they know the weakness of the society, of the system. They decide to shut their eyes against it. To shut your eyes against your weakness is to give the devil a home turf in the game. Give him unnecessary advantage. He said, I know my weakness. And he says, my strength is sufficient in your weakness. He says, therefore, most gladly, I will rather what? In my infirmities, in my weakness, that what? The power of God. May what? Rest upon me. Check the next line. See, that boast, one version said, I will glory. Check the next, uh, next, next, next verse. Therefore, come on, help me. I, do, I take what? Pleasure. In infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress. Why? For Christ's sake. Why? For when I am weak, then. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know how weak you are. Rather than giving to suicide, rather than giving to unnecessary depression, you are at the best stage of your life for supernatural promotion. I'm not just trying to talk you happy. It's the way I think. It's the way I reason. Man didn't call me. So man made problem cannot remove me. It's totally impossible. That point is another level to be attained. Jesus said it. He didn't send anybody to say it. This is not the gospel. This is in the epistles. And Jesus' words are in red. These ones are in red. He spoke it from his lips. Taiwo! Glory! At this stage, the next level is opened. It was a young girl in church. 
She wrote me, wrote me, and then traveled down. She was in Abuja, traveled down to see me. She said, I'm bothered. I said, why? He said, some people are committing suicide, and people are now telling people how easy, or rather advising them on the easy steps to committing suicide. And somebody did, and somebody replied to say, this is rubbish. Did you make the life you are taking? And other people said, shut up. The man saw that there was no way out, so he's free to do whatever he, I mean, he wants with his life. So she now replied, and there were all kinds of, he said, Pastor, I want you to help me with something. I said, what? He said, talk about it. That is, a, that is a sign of the greatest weakness any man can exhibit. Suicide for what? See, we're not of them that turn back to perdition. And it's high time you train your children to become strong in who they are. Is somebody hearing me? Whatever is a struggle today will become history tomorrow. Stick at your target. Trust God continuously. Don't you ever give in to the lies of the devil. The truth is that is this, no man can ridicule you except you accept the ridicule. No. No man can make a mockery of you except you define it as a mockery. The Bible says that he despised the shame. Hello? Do you know what it means to despise shame? You know what shame is? You know what, to be, you know what it means to be despised? When you are trying to make me shameful, you are trying to make me become shame-faced, but I despise the shame. It has no power. You know what I tell my children? When anybody just looks at you and laughs unnecessarily at you, say, you're getting angry, look at the person and laugh back. <laughs> say, really? I say, laugh back. They, they will reverse. Don't let anybody teach you out of your God-given position. Is somebody hearing me? Where you are that you think there's no way out is the best position for God to act. Jesus himself said it. But I've seen it happen several times. When they were locked up in stocks and hands in the, in the prison, in the dungeon, in F, uh, was it Ephesus? Paul and Silas? Nobody to say that. They would have died there. Guess what? They gloried. They rejoice. They release the glory within. How? Sang. The place could not contain them. It's a door that no man can shut. Maybe one thing. That's why the Bible says that when you find yourself in diverse trials, looks like this marriage will never come. I am 30, I'm 40, I'm 50. Why don't you start to rejoice? That's when the Bible says, count it all joy. Why joy? Because his strength is made perfect. What if I don't count it joy? Then I will believe the lie of the devil. Because all he makes me think is just natural. But the solution is supernatural. Is somebody hearing me? His strength is made perfect in my weakness. I know your strength. That is little. But you depend on me 
your little strength will disgrace the formidable strength of the enemy. Watch. David will slay Goliath. Watch. I'm expecting your testimonies. In the name of Jesus. We are not of them that turn back to perdition. No, no, no. Our eyes are fixed on him. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Not man, not woman. See, if you put, see, see, see. I had that quote in as she came up this morning. She said that some trust in horses, some in chariots. If you make man your confidence, or yeah, that your, 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 how am I going to put it now? Give me the word. Your hope. Thank you. If you make man your hope, you'll be disappointed. And when I heard her speaking this morning, God knows I never shared anything with her. We never discussed. I was coming to just talk on those than the joyful sound. And so if there's something practical to take away from here, so in spite of where I am and what I'm going through, what can I do? Count it as joy. Why? Because you are the threshold of an unusual promotion. That is true. Can't I tell? Ah, my child, my child, my son. Hey, 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 one of my very good friends, one of these children ran into serious trouble. And we were praying. I said, go just to him. He said, call, 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 call him. And I did. He said, please, be careful. It will last the well. Because the boy will make it. So that you'll be here to celebrate with him. Don't die before he comes out. Let God! the name of Jesus. Let God. How many of you by worrying can add a cubit to your life, man? If I don't want her to have, I don't want her to have, I don't want him to have, I don't want You just die instead of face what God has given you. Face God. Know his word. Be established in the present truth that he who has called will himself do it. He will begin a good work in you with ah, will perfect it even on the coming of the Lord. Young boys and girls, the world looks so harsh. You are thinking, where will I get a job? What am I going to do? I mean, everything is difficult. Hey, don't forsake the God of your fathers. He's a covenant-keeping God. If the way you made it with your father was just crossing the river, you will fly across the sea. He's the same God. He never changes. It's your promotion time. In the name of Jesus. His expertise is making a way. In Eden, the, the devil thought it was the end. God made a way. With Moses at Resi, he thought it was the end. God made a way. With Daniel in Babylon, he, he, they thought it was the end. God made a way. Come on, with Joseph in Egypt, they thought, God made a way. Uh, hello, is somebody hearing me? With Paul and Silas, he made a way. With the apostles locked up in prison, not once, not twice, he made a way. He is the way. So whose report do you believe? Welcome to a new beginning. Welcome to a new beginning. Welcome to a new month. Welcome to a new life in the name of Jesus. And say, because you know the joyful sound is from glory to glory in the name. You will never have a better yesterday in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Have you observed? When they shine so much today, by tomorrow nobody remembers them. But you are a child of God. Even once you get into your grave, you still have words of wisdom from your mouth. Men will seek you. 
Women will seek you. Yeah, do the outward man perishes. Your inner man is what? Daily be what? Is somebody hearing me? Your relevance is just beginning. In the name of Jesus, there is no giving up for the child of God. I mean, absolutely, there is no giving up. Come on, you say, are you hearing me? Don't give up. Some may be a warrior from his youth. This is your only opportunity to be a warrior. Don't give up. Don't let the devil tell you a lie. Those who are committing suicide is because they become hopeless. We have hope. Jesus is our door, is our hope, is our way, is our life. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness cannot even discern it. You will prosper. You will make it. Your, gen- your generation after you will make it. You are not containable. You are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. As mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. You are surrounded. The Bible says you are of God, little children. Remember. And you have what? Overcome them. So when you see the trouble, first, I have overcome. Not Mube, Moku. No. Not Choribumo. No. The trouble. I have overcome. You have God, little children, and you have overcome them. Why? Greater is he that is in you than he. Shall we rise? You are the lighthouse in the darkness of this world. Why should you think of suicide when many are looking up to you? Many are looking up to Jesus through you. So why should you give up? The truth is that we all go through the same thing, but some have made up their minds, knowing the joyful sound. They are assured that this too shall pass. Overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Why don't you just shut your eyes and just appreciate God for the message? And whatever is the area of weakness, whatever is the area of fear, turn it over right now. Says, turn it over to Jesus. Come on, you go ahead and pray. Turn it over to Jesus. Just hang out there one more time. Trust the God you serve. Is the popular keeping God? The rest of your day. Come on, one more time. I want you to talk to God. Talk to Him. You cannot fail. That's what I'm saying. You cannot fail trusting God. You cannot fail trusting Him. Turn it over to Jesus. Then you can I don't know why the Lord is asking me to tell, to tell the youths. Do you know that Joseph was a teenager when he was sold into slavery? Do you know he was a teenager when he was totally, you know, abducted and sold and no more, daddy, no mommy in a strange land? And then he was in prison, put on death row, he was a teenager. He could have swallowed poison, but he didn't. He ruled his world. Don't give up. Don't follow those who are telling lies. They don't know what they're saying. Do you know that David was a teenager when he killed Goliath? 
don't give up. The truth is that we can see your future is better than your father's. It's better than your mother's. I mean it. Don't give up. If God can single out somebody sleeping under the bridge, how much more you? There's a great future for you. Still we are the grace of God will always find you. Don't give up. It is well within Jesus' name. Now let's just appreciate God for the message. Amen. And for you fathers, he just told me again, he said, remind them. He said, I am making a river in your desert. He said, I'm making your wilderness a highway. He says, I'm doing a new thing and it is starting now. He says, even the beasts of the field will rejoice. Your joy will be so palpable that even the beasts, beasts could be literal and they could be metaphorical. The beasts that are standing, they will rejoice with you. So expect it in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. And begin to decide which testimonies you're going to share first. Yeah, begin to decide right now because I know something has happened. Something has happened. Begin to make up your mind which one you are going to share first. Something. You don't just hear the word of God and walk away. It's seed. The authentic finisher. Now let's just appreciate God for the message. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.